mate, honestly, I think he's... Are you rolling the flag now? Yeah. Be it quick, then. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, George, pass to, like, pass to shit. I, I don't have arms long enough for passing shit. You're not Mr. Fantastic, huh? You can't stretch over the table, lad. No. Where are my papers, bro? Come on, Lewis will be crying there. It's late. Can, in can everyone just appreciate that throw I just did then? Straight to his hand. That was oh, nice, man. Didn't witness it, mate. Okay. Shame, shame you couldn't perform all that IP at school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always tell the girls at work I'm a terrible throw, but I'm a great catch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Episode 15 with the boys. We're back. Yeah, but you sound like a WWE wrestler fucking... In this corner, weighing 450 uh, pounds. Big Lou Nasty. <laughs> in the red corner with uh, diabetes. And oh, Big no, Lou. That guy, the guy who does the boxing introduction, and he goes, let's get ready to rumble. Do you know he trademarked that? Did he? Yeah, well, I'm about to break it. Let's get ready to rumble! When you say he trademarked it, did he... Copyright. He, 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 yeah, he no, copyrighted trade, No, he, I don't think you can copyright that. Because so it's just a he, phrase, but it's his trademark. So the way it, he says it. At the end of it, there's a silent TM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he, did he trademark like that to his voice? Like him only yeah. saying it? Yeah. Do you not oh, find no. like on um, cinema adverts, it always sounds like the same guy talking on all of them? His name is Michael Buffer. The cool, let's get ready to rumble, has appeared in countless boxing matches. Now, what they don't know is that the phrase is a trademark sentence whose owner turned it into a 400 million business, 100 million dollar business. Fucking hell, that is so sweet. Michael Buffer. Just off off that phrase. That is so sweet. The Happy Birthday song is also copyright. Shit, really? Yeah. Who owns the copyright to that? Uh, Mr. Birthday. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, uh, so this week I've been having some terrible sleep. Probably because I've been going to bed at 4am after playing Hell Let Loose, Boxing. getting PTSD. But anyway, so Friday I was a little bit tetchy and I thought, well, I'll have an early night. So I finished work at fucking midnight, which is unusual. That is shit. Is yeah. this on a weekday or a weekend? This is Friday night. So you're working Saturday as well then? And then... Uh, you, you, so, you work Saturday after that? Yeah, I was working the next What day. time did you start Saturday, sorry? I started at uh, quarter to 12. So, yeah, a bit of time to recover. Yeah, but then Sophie, shout out to Sophie, she listens to the podcast, thanks. Uh, she wanted to lift to a local town, should we say, so I dropped her off. I got back, it was like 1am, and I thought, do I go to bed, oh. or do I watch an episode of The Boys? Why did you ask that question, Yeah, bro? go straight to bed. Season 3 on Amazon Prime, uh, thanks for the sponsorship. And anyway, I thought, I'll, crack, I'll have a few Guinnesses and I'll unwind from my Fuck long sake. day at work. So anyway, I pulled a few Guinnesses and I watched The Boys and it was really good. And then, but then I couldn't go to sleep, so I still ended up going to sleep at 4am. The how sun you, was rising. How, how, sorry, how do you unwind at one in the morning? Yeah, though? literally. Do you know why you can't sleep? Because you're so focused on making drinks and planning your night out. Rather than just go home and going to bed. What? But anyway, carry on. I talking? agree, Lewis, but carry on. You've what got home happening? and you thought about what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, so just, yeah, 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 just yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So I was thinking, yeah. So the, the whole car ride home, I was thinking, do I go to bed? Do I blah, blah, blah. I knew it was going to be Guinness every time. And uh, so 4 a.m., the sun was rising. I finally got to sleep. And then I'm rudely awoken to a bang, 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 bang. And we've got some new neighbors next door. They're doing the house up before they move in. Wankers. What time is that, George? 7 a.m. Oh, that's right. a bit Which early. is fucking way too early. I've been asleep for three hours. It yeah. wasn't a power tool, though, mate, so you can't fucking really get out. 
Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, it wasn't Can't Power Tool. Power they, tool were, they were not. Yeah, okay, fine. They, were, they <laughs> didn't start a Power Tool before eight. So I wake up in a panic because when you hear bang, bang, bang like that, you think it's the police at the door. And I'd just been ripped out of the dream world, you know, so I was a bit scared, to be honest with you. I opened the curtain to look outside, and it's so bright. My eyes are like, well, man, I just see these guys still on the front lawn. So I, I, go, I lie back down, I'm trying to go to sleep, and they're having a full-blown conversation about where to position a ladder. And I was like, right, just go back to sleep, just go back to sleep, which normally is no bother. You know, if I, my alarm goes off for work, I go straight back to can sleep. Can you hear that through the wall? I can hear it because my window is open. Oh, sorry. Okay, so then I think, right, I'll just close my window. And I'm lying there, I can still hear them. Because it's right outside my window. And then I can hear someone climbing up a ladder. And then I hear a guy fucking soaring off ivy right outside of my window. So to be fair, I've said about cutting that ivy down, haven't I? Yeah, you have, right. Well, the ivy this is so early. Yeah, it was so, so early. early. Yeah, yeah, carry on, George. Sorry. So I thought, like, I was lying there, I was like, are they fucking... What it sounded like was someone had like a bet, you know, they, they saw in planks of wood mm-hmm. on the garden. I thought, what the fuck are they sawing planks of wood for? That's ridiculous. And I'm lying there and uh, I can hear them talking for like more. And I realized that they're not He's right outside my window trying to saw ivy off the bricks. It was so loud. And I was lying there like, just ignore it, just ignore it. Now, I'm not one of the, as we talked about before, I avoid conflict. You're a very relaxed guy. Very relaxed guy, but I'd only been asleep for three hours. I knew that my alarm was... This is like this is like half seven, eight o'clock at this point. I knew I'd got to be up for work <laughs> for what would be a 12-hour day. And I just thought, fuck it. And I shut up and I opened the window. And I was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, man? He's like... Uh, uh, I was like, <laughs> some of us got to work late. I said, it's 8 a.m. What the hell do you think you're doing? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, did I wake you up? I was like, of course you woke me up, it's fucking 8am. I was like, wait till I've gone to work. <laughs> went, oh, I'm really sorry, climbed that ladder, closed my window again. They stopped. Good, <laughs> get, uh, it's a good way to start with the neighbours. Well, it's his fault. Fuck. What I'll say is, I disagree that they should be starting at 7. That is yeah, agreed. antisocial. Yeah. You shouldn't, <laughs> on a Saturday, you should never, ever be starting that early. Mm. However, 8 o'clock... It's Saturday. Most people are awake by then. What I will also say it's is... Just, it's not his fault that you start, went to sleep at 4 a.m. No, it's not his fault. I'm not going to hold it against him. What, but... what, sorry, what I will say as well, like when I was decorating this place and doing it up, when I was here, like 7 or 8 o'clock, any noisy work, I'd, I'd stop it then. Mm. Because the neighbours, like, when I was taking yeah. the tiles off the bathroom wall, I was like, I'm not going to be doing this now. Exactly. Because it upsets people. It's fucking yeah. mad banging. It's the weekend and you got to have permits to, yeah, do stuff after 8 o'clock. And a lot of people do wait till 9 o'clock just to be considerate. But waking people up at 7am and then yeah, just... Yeah, it's considerate. If you saw someone's window open, why would you go work ne- right next to the window at 8 early. o'clock on a Saturday But the normal morning? person, George, gets up early. That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I understand. It's inconsiderate to start work at 7. Yeah. That is fucking right. early on a weekend. And in the guy's defence, he didn't argue with me he probably looked a bit... He shit himself. Yeah, he probably shit himself seeing this little fella pop out the window. You're Maybe not... you should apologise to him. Next time I'm not going to apologise to him. You, you are no, not. No, why don't you say... You're not a normal person. Why don't you say, that? look, I'm sorry that I was a bit abrasive, mm. but I just thought you started a little bit early George, for we... a weekend. Yeah. I appreciate it next time if you could just start at a more reasonable time. Like 1pm. Which, which neighbours <laughs> are these, George? Look. If you look at your bedroom window on the left. Yeah, so it's a detach it's semi detached. It's no surprise in they're cutting down that ivy because it's fucking yeah, wild, it, mate. It's semi it's <laughs> semi detached, but it's attached to your house. Yeah, exactly. Right outside my window. It sounded like 
They were in the room with yeah. me. Was that loud? All I'm thinking is that my mum would probably start working fucking, not that early, but like eight o'clock, my granddad would have started it <laughs> yeah, early. Yeah, I understand that people do that, but... Because people, that's like, if you want to, you know, a lot of people get their work done in the morning. True, relax yeah. On Some people yeah. are a bit retarded, mate. Like recently, I've heard people mowing the grass, like, because it's been hot, at seven or eight in the evening. Mm. Yeah. Uh, fair enough, it's been a very hot day. At that. that is understandable. However, there's, you know, there's young, like, there's young children in bed. Mm. It, it, it's just a bit of the wrong time to be doing it. Yeah. And if I, I tell you what is also similar to this is when people do night shifts mm. and then people go about their weekends doing their jobs in the morning when those people are sleeping. And I sit on the fence on it because I'm like, yeah, that person's done, is exhausted. Mm. They've done a night shift. That's horrible to wake up to. But then again, I always also think, but everybody else in society can't well, change you- what they do just you because you're yeah. doing, you, you just work a night shift. You yeah. don't know that, do you? You don't know if someone's done a night shift. Yeah, it's I was, I was on a job somewhere uh, many years ago when I was a younger man and we started a chainsaw up in the village at quarter to eight, half seven, mm. outside the church, cutting the uh, hedges. Straight away, someone come out in a dressing gown. Oh, can you stop that, please? Yeah, yeah. Stri- before eight stri- o'clock is inconsiderate. Yeah, well, to be honest, in my opinion, before nine o'clock, let's face it, most people start their work at nine o'clock, school start at nine o'clock. So on a fucking Saturday when people try and have a late in, not that I was trying to have a late in because I had to get up for work, mm. at half seven, getting tools out, seven o'clock banging on doors, eight o'clock soaring fucking in, 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 in your defence, like, Ivy's not going to take a long time to take down. So if they started at nine o'clock, it, it wouldn't have made a difference to their timings on it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'd laid there for five minutes at least because you know, I've never done it before. I would never, I don't really like doing that sort of thing, but I was so mad that I let rip. Should have shot me your guns, mate. Well, I did think, should I just fire a couple shots? But then I thought, nah, get not me. being funny, that would be I'd me. get me in a spot above that. That, that would be me. Well, it went uh, through my mind because I was so yeah, mad. It'd be me at eight o'clock fucking getting it done. I'll be, I'll, well, I'll be like, fuck everyone else. Eight o'clock's a lot of legal time. No, well, that would be me no, as well. On weekends, like people do wait till nah, nine o'clock. George. Yes, they do. Nah, mate. I disagree. Mate, I know roofers on those scaffolders. They wait till nine o'clock. Mate, if the bin lorries come round, I don't they come round the weekends. Hey, bin lorries but come on so- a Friday and they come at about eleven o'clock. No, no. I, there's I, some I, some bins come uh, early. down I, my road. It's eleven. I've o'clock. heard them outside here at six o'clock in the yeah. morning. Yeah, green bins and stuff. <laughs> early doors, not the black bins. Recycling, I think, comes quite early as well. Yeah, down our road. Six AM sometimes. I think. Yeah, yeah, six AM out here. It's all about the job of knocking it for them, get them done, get them home, boy. Like yeah. I said, I sit on the fence. I sit on the fence because I think you got it. You have got to be considerate when you're doing that. But then also, why should they have to change what they're doing because you stayed up till four AM? Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not their no, fault. No. Hey, look, and I'm not going to hold it against him. It was the dad of the fella, anyway. It wasn't the actual neighbour, so the neighbour doesn't know what I look like yet. You so fucking I can get with it. But look, if you're going to do work on your house on a Saturday morning, maybe ascertain what the routine of the neighbours are. Because you and new, you're trying to make a good impression. My mum and sister had been to a party on our road. They were hungover. Other people on the road were hungover. It's a quiet little cul-de-sac. Fucked everybody off. Too fair. That you, is not going well in his favour. You he shouldn't have been a silly geese. You'd sort of think... Well, you might think, oh, 
We'll go inside and do you know, build furniture. Yeah, do something quiet. If you I don't do know. Something... I might have been starting at eight o'clock, to be honest. Yeah, but... Ivy, George, is bad know... news. Ivy cannot wait, mate. The, uh, no, because the ivy is dead. Ivy the doesn't... ivy has been dead for months because they cut it off at the roots. It's just the branches that are still stuck I... to the George, wall. George, ivy does not wait for no man. Lewis, the ivy is dead. It's not even got any leaves on it. He probably could have pulled it off on the bottom, to be honest. Yeah, so what the fuck he was using a saw for, I have no idea. But early bird catches the worm, early bird catches the worm, Yeah, but the early bird gets shot by my air rifle. Uh, I'll be there, I'll be there at eight o'clock getting it done. (laughs) Nah, don't look. Then I can relax in the afternoon. To all my listeners, don't be a cunt. I'll be like, fuck off. It's eight o'clock, get out of bed, you lazy cunt. Yeah, to be fair, I'd probably say that. Fucking night out. Yeah, but then George, they might be woken up by you. When they're in their bedroom, asleep, there's some cunt fucking smashing it out and guitar hero jumping <laughs> yeah. out of his bedroom. Yeah, at yeah. 11, at 11 or p.m. Or shouting at his at computer. At midnight. Yeah, so hearing profanities. Yeah, yeah my, my Fiora. <laughs> shouting at the war games and that, bro. Uh, yeah, well, we'll cross that bridge when we burn it, won't we? Interesting topic. Anyway, though. I was angry. So the next day, oh man, I was so tired. I was drinking coffee and, and Monster Energy drinks. Mate, the moral of the story of this is, George, is when you get home from work, go to bed. I will admit that part of the anger inside me was obviously directed at myself because I was lying there, first of all, thinking, <laughs> why didn't I just go to bed at a reasonable time? But I still would have been really awoken to some asshole outside my window. He it's, was less than a metre away from an open window. It's just he e- basically was in my bed. He might just not have been as agitated, though. It's just easy no, to blame someone been. else, if, mate. If I get rudely awakened with banging and people shouting shit, I'm going to be agitated. It's just easy to blame someone else. And technically, it's on our property. So if it was America, I'd have blasted the it, fucker away. To be fair, mate, um, oh, one day this week at work, I can't remember which day, I was at my girlfriend Sarah's. Uh, her little boy woke us up early, early doors. Uh, being young. Wet, wet the bed. No problems. I went back to sleep. You went to bed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I had a broken night sleep. Mm. I went to work, I was all right, but I was a little bit tired mate, and I could feel my mood deteriorating. Yeah, like like I could take on everyone at work, like sc- scrapping, mate. Yeah, I what? get so agitated if I just, don't get Just be a little bit tired. So, what I'll time did he wet the bed? I think it was about three in the morning. Yeah, see, the permits say that you can do that past 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> just. Just for listeners, my girlfriend. So, just for listeners, my girlfriend is here. She's just listening in on the sofa over there. Probably rolling her eyes at your story. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah. What time did Oliver went to bed the other day? Three a.m. weren't it? Yeah, yeah but that's not. But how, what were you, how long were you up for? Not long, maybe. It's the broken sleep and then. I don't think sleep. that Yeah, but how abrupt much. was it? It's not like he came in with a saw. I I <laughs> wake up straight away when I hear him. I'm a light sleeper. I, I hear his bedroom door go open. Pop a loo. Then Sarah's. I've, I've got, got built-in proximity sensors, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I, there's I a sight footstep, you think, fucking hell. I can't tell if my alarm system, mate. Nah, mate, I can sleep through anything. anything. So, so can I at one point, OJ, but not anymore, I bro. I can sleep through anything. My mum and dad say they can never get a lie in. I'm like, you can, you can. But then when I'm here, six in the morning when the birds are going... Mm. Dawn chorus. Uh, yeah, I'm awake. It's mm. like I'm, it's like I'm like my parents already. I can't have a lion. Yeah, but that's just because you wake up that. Uh, that's just your biological clock, though, isn't it? Yeah, because bo- you wake up at that time of time of day. Your circadian week. rhythm. Does the, does a body clock exist? Yes. Yeah. Is that like a scientific real thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's shit. 
And actually, it doesn't work very well in modern times because the invention of electricity back in the de- back in like like primitive times or before like electricity, people usually used to wake up literally at sunrise, yeah, and go to sleep at sunset. That's people. Yeah, because people. That's how people. Lo- how long people would sleep for? I went to bed a little bit light last night, and then this morning I slept to be a bit. Uh, a little bit longer, but I got woke up by my parents. So there you go, George. You are going against evolution, mate. You should be waking up at sunrise. Okay, well, let me just tell you this. First of all, biologically or evolutionary, you need night owls because they need people to stay guard whilst everyone else slept. Uh, First of all. Second of all. What are you staying awake for, mate? Who, who are you defending? Tigers. Fucking assholes sawing ivy <laughs> up in the morning and waking up my, my road, man. And also, let me t- the and before the conversation moves on, let me just also say that people's sleeping habits historically have not actually been go to sleep and when the sun sets and wake up when the sun rises. That's what I've read, man. There's plenty of evidence to suggest that people, before the invention of electricity, used to wake up at like 1 or 2 a.m., do some stuff for a couple of hours, and then go back to sleep again. You're not Sometimes they would even eat... Well, not people in caves, but in medieval times, people did that. Do you know what is, man, and talk about that? And also, sorry, because there's evidence that suggests that the sleep cycles are better if you do sleep in two parts. If you can get four hours and then four hours oh, and a two-hour break. And another thing, George, you told, me, you told me a while ago about a study on artificial light. Oh, yeah. Like your lights in a room. Apparently, that is actually detrimental to people. Yes, it is detrimental. Why is that? Because it confuses people to think that the, 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 blue the sun light. is rising. Or light makes you awake, basically. Because historically... Artificial light is unhealthy for people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. That's why you should put your blue light filter on. Yeah. Um, but but they say like before you go to sleep, you should like cut it out 45 minutes before. Yeah. Light and you know, playing on your phone, just cut it out. Yeah. I mean, when I go to sleep at 4am, it's really difficult because the sun is risen and there's light beaming from my curtains. And so I, my mind is telling me, just stay up, just stay up. But I can't just stay up because I've got to do 12-hour shift. You're a, mate, just go to sleep when you get home. I can't, mate. Well, Are you never tired when you get home? I'm always tired. This is the thing. I'm always tired. But unless I, unless I take a lot of, you know, prescription drugs to go to sleep, I'll be awake for days. You can be overtired. I'm insomniac. What can I say? There is such things as being overtired. Yes, I agree. I'm a, uh, George, I don't think you fall into that category, man. I just think you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You make poor decisions, mate. Yes, I do. You have, you have always been a night owl since I've known you. Yes, it's hard to change your behaviour. When you used to go for sleepovers at my house when when we were little, we'd take the PlayStation upstairs into my bedroom, plug it in. I'd be in bed watching George play on the PlayStation. And next thing you know, I'm blackout, asleep. yeah, same Mm. George plays still. Your boy sat in the Hornby train station still fucking bashing the PlayStation. PlayStation. I I prefer being awake at night. If I could be awake at the night and sleep during the day, I would. Why don't you get a night shift job? I, I kind of have a job. Well, I have a job that starts at between 11 and 12, and then I finish between 11 and 12. But bad habits are difficult to get up, Lewis, aren't they? As you smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, and so like, let's not pretend, you know, like... And sleep sleep cycles are very hard to change. They are, man, difficult. And I, I do try, but it gets to bedtime, and I don't want to go to sleep. My dad, I, was so talk- I don't want to wake up. I spoke to my dad once upon a time about like not night shift work because mm-hmm. he's always worked day shifts like I've always worked day shifts he did a night shift I'm the lorry 
he sees going down the motorway somewhere. He like closed his eyes for what felt like a second. Next thing you know, he's gone across three lanes of traffic on the motorway. <laughs> he's nearly in the central res. Jesus. Completely unaware. Yeah. Because his body is just not used to it. And then that was the last one he ever did. Yeah. We, I, we, I couldn't do a night shift. People at work love him. Like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm sick. Oh, no. I could do a night shift because I think once you get to a point and you get past that point, you're wide awake. He's sleeping mm, in the like, day. He's sleeping in the day, mate. I don't think I could do. Oh, mate. I could, I could fucking sleep whenever, mate. I tell you what, you know when we were talking on a previous episode, oh no, actually it's an unreleased episode, the Jubilee special, the lost episode, when you asked what the perfect job was, I've just thought maybe the perfect job for me would be... One way you'd have to wake up. One on the dark side of the moon so it's never light, so I can... <laughs> there, there's an, it's inconsequential when I go to bed. You should go and work at Greenland, mate, it's like yeah. eight months of dark. Iceland as well, isn't it? Yeah, Iceland, Iceland, Greenland, when I went, it was uh, just dark all day. Well, if they have any pubs out there that need staff, I'll, I'll go. But it fucks people up too. A lot of depression. Never get your vitamin D, boy. Yeah, probably not. But you just take vitamin D supplements. Why do? Look at me now. I'm healthy, man. I don't think I don't think supplements can replace the sunlight, bro. No, they can't. Hey, listen. I know it's a bad habit. I do try and do it. I can't. I struggle. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I wouldn't condone it. I don't encourage it. I'm a silly goose. You've been well, yeah, but why can't, what, like, why can't you trade off going to sleep at, as soon as you get home, mm-hmm. getting up at a reasonable time mm-hmm. and doing your games and whatever you want, entertainment yes. Yes. during the day before work? You mm-hmm. have been a night out forever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, George, where did it start? Do you remember when it started? Your... your... Yeah, so when I was younger, I noticed that the town had a lot of crime that needed dealing with. And so <laughs> I, late at night, I would go out and beat up bad guys. <laughs> and ever since then. No, in all seriousness. Well, look, you've, answer, you've asked me two questions. One, when did it start? I don't know. I think I've always been that way. Maybe it's something to do with my mental health, depression. When was I'm it, was it late, te- teenage ruminating. years? Teenage years. Uh, teenage dreams are. No, teenage years. Uh, yeah, but you started. And your mum's a night owl as well. Not, not massive. Well, she is to some extent. She does stay up later. Put it this than way: most my mums. mum goes to bed at half nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so nine o'clock. Right, so yeah, now my mum, my mum is later than that. My my grandma also doesn't like to go to bed early. Um, but my grandpa had to go to bed early because his job. He had to get up at three a.m. So I don't know. I don't know when it started. For me, it's always been that way. My my dad always preached a lot. Sleep is so important. It is very important. But this is this is the paradox that we find ourselves in. Okay, so why don't I trade off going to bed early, waking up early, which I have done in the past, and I I, I do notice the benefits. I hate going to sleep, but I also hate waking up. So then. It, if I go to bed and I can have loads of sleep, I wake up. But if I don't have to, if I don't have to get out of bed, I will just, I will just stay in bed. Why you know, just just keep, and, then I, and I'll just go back to sleep. Why do you hate going to sleep? Because the day ends, and I know that as soon as I go to sleep, I'll wake up and I'll wake up feeling like shit. I'll have to get up and I'll have to have a shower and have to get dressed and have to go to work. So do you not think if you went to bed earlier and went to sleep? And the next day you woke up and you felt good. You'd be like, actually, this is the best way to go. Yeah, but I never feel good when I wake up. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I always hate waking up. And plus, 
Let me also just add before you ask me my next question. Some people like that. I dream terribly, and so I have really weird dreams. Vivid. Vivid. And so when I wake up, it doesn't. I don't feel rested because I feel like I've just lived. My dad's like say, two weeks. And my, so I wake up and I'm like, oh my God. First of all, my brain's got to adjust to the real world after being <laughs> in this dream world. Stuck in the, in the Yeah, in the, in the simulation. Yeah. My dad's the same. My dad has vivid nightmares that keep him awake. I take, can I tell you one of his? He, he told me this week. I'll cut it short. He, um, his nightmare was he was on a battlefield somewhere. He had this gun, multi barrel gun that fired rockets and bullets and shit. And he like went to his officer. He was like, I don't know how this works. And his officer was like, oh yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. And he went out to the battlefield, met an enemy soldier, like pointing guns at each of them, and I pulled the trigger. It didn't work. It won't work. But then he spoke to the enemy soldier. He's like, I don't, want to, I don't want to die today. And the enemy soldier was like, no, nor do I. And he woke up. I never, ever... Ever remember dreams or not? I've, well, I've, I've never had a, a nightmare, and I've never remember a dream. Do you remember your Do you remember your nightmares when you were younger? Because there's I only a couple of nightmares that I can remember, but I quite enjoy nightmares because you get an adrenaline rush from them. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three yeah. of them. There's three of them. They're not you really do. nightmares, but um, there's one where I dreamt I was at Alton Towers. And I was on a ride that was a swing that was basically really high in the sky, like a skyscraper high. And all you did was hold on to it, but by it, hold on to it. No, yeah. there's no, um, you weren't strapped in. And I was flying down and I couldn't hold on and I let go and I fell. Do you wake up when you fell? I think so. Yeah. One of those, everybody has those type of dreams when they hit the ground. Also one in our primary school, had a dream in our primary school where the assembly room, the hall, mm. was had a slope in it, and I was on a toboggan, and I slid down with my sister, and I hit a wall. But they're not really nightmares per se. Uh, but one nightmare I had when I was a bit older was I was rollerblading through like these streets and these buildings mm. and suddenly these bad guys were chasing me on rollerblades. It's interesting because you've never rollerbladed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then this guy was getting closer and closer to me, mm. like grabbing me. And then the, the like dream ended where like I got to a, it was like a balcony. There was a, a room you went through and a door and a balcony. And I skated towards the balcony and then quickly turned left. And the guy hit the balcony and flew over it. I had adrenaline rush because the guy was getting closer and closer mm. to me. I used to have the like, same recurring nightmare. Like, <clears throat> you know, coming up to my bedroom, upstairs got a door. My nightmare used to be, I'd hear someone step on my steps, my stairs up to my room, then it'd get faster. And then I'd feel the bedroom door rush open and I'd feel the, a massive gust of wind on me. It felt so real, mate. That come from your arsehole. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it, that was recurring. You know what I mean? How like, often did you have it? I can't remember when I was little. But when I was younger, I never used to sleep my back to the door. I always used to sleep facing the door so I could see what was coming. <laughs> okay, now. Yeah, I used to be scared of sleeping my back to the door. Shit, mate. That's mad. To be fair, your room is kind of creepy in, in your, upstairs in your house. Yeah. It was yeah, a, it's a creepy bit. room. Mm. We used to I think the, you're quite isolated. We used to have this... Mum put this thing in the wall, like a mouse repellent. 
and it used to meow. But I never, I, I didn't know she put it in there. So I was upstairs one night in bed. And all of a sudden I made this fucking lot of fank. Not, meow, meow. Man, I, I was bricking it. <laughs> I was bricking it. I thought I was going to ask you a question. I forgot. Oh, that was it. You're saying you didn't want the day to cut, next day to cut, mm-hmm. which I get that. I understand that feeling. Mm-hmm. But why don't you want the day to come, the next day to come? Why don't you flip that? Because I could understand if, say, you had a job that you didn't enjoy mm. or you had something you had to wake up to that was quite stressful. Mm. And so you wanted to stay up to prevent that next day from coming and starting. And therefore you had to confront that mm. fear or not confront that fear, but that reality comes true. Yeah. But you quite enjoy your job yeah i guess there's not not really high stress involved there might be but not t- to that degree yeah, so no, why don't why you, f- do you want that next why do yeah. you want that next day why to don't you flip it you fear about a day ending why don't you flip it and say i'm gonna get up today and seize the day i'm gonna get up early and do shit carpe diem motherfucker yeah yeah why so why don't I- you want the next day to come oh uh, i don't i i don't know i've got to go for a wee wee boys i'm afraid okay i don't know i i I don't know. I, cause there's not enough hours in the day. I don't know. I, I guess it's all about. I don't know. Maybe it's a form of escapism. Maybe like. But you could have that escapism the next day, though, right? Yeah, but not if I have to wake up. You see, so I can either be into, I can either be dreaming or I can be awake. But when I'm dreaming, at any like I had a nightmare the other day that my ass was a lemon and you were sucking it. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, that mate. is ridiculous. No, in all seriousness, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I think about it. I don't know. The Chinese have a saying called "revenge bedtime procrastination," and that's what I'm saying. But I can understand that feeling. If yeah. There's something coming in the next day that you don't want to confront. But if there's nothing in the next day, then you've got nothing to worry about. And therefore, tomorrow's just another day. I would love to have the ability to stop time and then just stop everything. How long would you stop it, though? Forever? I don't know, days, months, years, I don't know, brother. And then start it when I'm ready, you know? Yeah, but when will we ever be ready? Good question. I'm not qualified to answer it. I don't know. Listeners, if anyone out there who's feeling the same way, you know, hit me up. A dear, comfortably dumb. You do have crazy dreams, though, and where does that... <laughs> and again, I, I draw parallels with yeah. my sister, and I, I was talking to her this, the other day, because there was something else you were saying, and I was like, you're the same. Mm. I think you're so, you are so similar to my sister in that regard, in that, in terms of she... Even though she goes to sleep quite early now, when she was younger, she was quite a night owl, would mm. spend a lot of time at night... She gets horrendous dreams, mm. like like really bad ones. Like a lot of times, has really bad nightmares, mm. and both suffer from mental health issues. And I think, is it caused by mental health? I, I would say yes, and I do. I, I'm hesitant to say, but I would probably bet, uh, you know, my money on it. I think the reason I don't want the next day to come is a symptom of mental health issues, but. When I was younger, I used to have nightmares, and they would freak me out. But then you get to a point where you've had so many nightmares that they don't, they just, you become a bit dull to it. So I would categorize my dreams as 
you either have the the anxiety dreams, as I like to categorize them, which are the, at a base level there that you wake up somewhere and you're, you've only got your duvet around you, you've not got any clothes on, or your teeth falling out, that sort of shit. And the next level of that is I have these dreams where I'm in a supermarket somewhere. Hang on, let me just explain this. That's okay. So you're in somewhere and you're looking for something, but this store is infinitely big and you keep going down every aisle and you can't <laughs> find what you're looking for. <laughs> Fuck, it's not it. Like, it's fucking horrible. Or like, and it might be something stupid. It's like it's three for two. But you can only find two things, and you're just walking around, meeting all these people, trying to find this third thing. It, they're, they're, Anxiety lot induced. Yeah, isn't it? they're they're horrible. Go on. Sorry, Lewis. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll, I'll, let me just explain uh, this. It's okay, mate. I was just it was after you finished. That was all. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you'll sit there with it. It'll, it'll go from one to ten <laughs> uh, fingers he puts up to try and gauge priority it's a code 10 <laughs> or it's like work related so i'll rock up to work and there's not enough table reservations or things are out of date or there's the beer is gone and you constantly just walk around never getting anything accomplished and so when you when that is your dream for the night and obviously you have other dreams but you know that's the one you're cognizant of you wake up you don't feel well rested because it feels like you've just spent eight hours chasing something you're never going to find which is tiring under stress mate yeah it's stressful and then then alter alternatively if it's not those sort of anxiety dreams as i would categorize them as it are dream they are basically what would be nightmares where they're just full of really horrible violent things very often and a bit like when you were saying about your dad having that dream where he has a gun but he can't shoot it i often have dreams where they start off as if you're watching a film, so they're things it's just sort of happening. Um, you're just kind of like visualizing it, but as you get deeper into the dream, you become it's not quite lucid dreaming, although I have done that in the past. But it's <clears throat> you start off, so there'll be dreams where you do have a gun and the gun does work, or you have superpowers and the superpowers do work, and often those things manifest themselves in scenarios that aren't particularly nice. He, you know, I'm not saying that I'm going killing people, but it's often you're killing bad guys or something like that. Or if you're a superhero and you can fire the militia, yeah, or you can use the force on people, okay, right? <laughs> those sorts of things, right? Cheers, Anakin. Yeah, yeah. like and, dreams are interesting, but and so you can do all of these things, and then it comes to a crux moment in the dream where you start becoming. I don't know if it says you're starting to wake up. Where all the things that I've just done previously, all of a sudden everybody starts turning on you. A bit like Inception, you know, when they start noticing the people and mm, then the people yeah. are all looking at them. George, when you dream about using the force, do you wake up with sticky pants? <laughs> <laughs> because that's, no, that's no. okay, that's normal. Yeah. It, happens, it happens to everyone. Okay? Yeah. No, because well, this is, the, this is where the problem lies. Because then it gets to a point in the dream where I need to use these things, normally to get away from all of a sudden everybody's turning on me. And all those, yeah, and I don't work. The gun doesn't work anymore. Yeah. My powers don't work anymore. I try and fly away and I can't fly away. And there has been... There has been, I have had certain dreams before, and it's probably because I've been playing a lot of PlayStation throughout the day, where I've got to a point in my dream where I've made so many bad decisions that I've paused the dream, and I've been able to go back to the beginning of the dream and then do the dream again. That's cool. Right, which sounds cool, and it is cool in a sense, and you do all these crazy things, and you know what it's like to force joke people or fly or, you know, be in a war. 
But then when you wake up and you've seen all these horrific things happen to people, you know, and you've yeah. done those things yourself, and then you wake up and have had to deal with the stress and the anxiety of it, I wake up and I think, fucking hell, I've got to go to work now <laughs> and be nice to people, and I feel like I've got PTSD. And it, it lingers on your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. It doesn't just disappear. Your brother used to keep dream journals, didn't he? Yeah, I think he went through a phase of doing it. Yeah, and also, sorry, are you saying... You said about a dream about losing teeth. Yeah. Some people say that's associated with money. Uh, like, mate, there's always... Like, you read loads of stuff about the meanings of dreams. Because people tend to have... There's always patterns of like, like um, losing yeah. your teeth. Also being naked. I remember having a dream at school where I turned up and had no trousers, I, no pants on. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? I can relate to these anxiety dreams because I've had no end of dreams. Right, I'm a superhero. Mm. But... My powers don't work. Like, I can fly, mm. but then, like, there's people in my dream. I go to fly, and you I start, yeah. and then I crash. Yeah. Yeah. These, these are common themes, though, yeah. in dreams. I, used to have I feel like they, 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 they're, like, linking into your real life. Yeah, they probably. I think some psychologists maybe would be able to dissect it. I think Freud did it, but there's Dreams relate to your life, to doesn't, don't they? There's a lot of dreams where I, I find. Although it's not so much anymore, maybe since I've laid off drugs and that, but I would have dreams where I couldn't walk and I'd be like trying to move and I couldn't. My legs were heavy and I'd be having to crawl everywhere. It's horrible. It you like sure, you sure you're dreaming that? Sure you weren't just a yeah. leaf in the basement? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to crawl to the toilet. <laughs> uh, like a fucking zombie. But, uh, the real horrible, horrible dreams that stick with me, like you talk about nightmares when you were younger, there were, were dreams that I had that felt as if they were real. So very often I feel like I've woken up from a dream. And now looking back, I can't tell if it was a dream or if I was just hallucinating. But I remember like shooting up out of a dream and like the room being glowing purple. And I looked outside and I could see myself looking back at me outside and all this weird shit happening. And then you wake up again. But did you wake up again? What was real? That is weird. Shit like that's weird. And I also used to suffer uh, for... A fair period of time for probably about six to to six months to a year of sleep paralysis. Don't know if you guys have ever experienced that. I've, when you wake up and you can't move. Yeah, I, you can't I've, I've heard that. The yeah. aliens are abducting you. Yeah, but so, I've heard of it in nightmare versions. Well, because, yeah, so like something something stood under your bed. Yeah, and you can't move and you can't move. People used to throughout history. People have like tried to paint it and they see it. They They've tried to personify it as like a demon sign on your chest. But I remember being, when I was younger, less than seven years old, waking up and not being able to move and just really, really wanting to... to, to I just needed a drink of water, but well, I was awake and I just couldn't move. That must be scary as it's shit. It's horrible. And when I was at uni, I used to have it. It used to happen all the time. Was, Maybe you, was you awake? Sorry, you said you were seven. Was you actually awake then when you couldn't move? So when I was younger, there's no way to verify it. But when I was in my first year at uni, maybe it's because I was sleeping somewhere new. Are you sure you was awake? Well, this is it. It's it's hard to tell. So I would be in bed with my girlfriend at the time, and I would wake up and I couldn't move. And you're putting all your effort into like wanting to scream. And move, and I feel like I'm calling her name, like help me, help me, help me. That's scary shit. And then sometimes, one time, it felt like I was being levitated off the bed and like held over the side of the bed. You'd be inducted, mate. Yeah, and dropped down, but like instead of dropping really quick, it was really slowly, and I just couldn't move. And then as soon as I snapped out of it, all that energy I was putting into trying to sit up 
would f- I would wake up with him, fly forward, screaming. Yeah. And my girlfriend would be like, where fucking are you? Okay. I'm like, did you not hear me? I was trying to call you for... And she was like, you, no, you, I've been asleep. You've been perfectly still. I headbutted, <laughs> I headbutted a girl once while I was asleep, dreaming. Nah, you did that on purpose. I was in that dream. Yeah, I, I was dreaming. I think, I I was dreaming. you're confusing nut and and nut and no. While I was dreaming about something, headbutting, next to you now, I've nutted her. Um, that lucid dreaming business, that's interesting. Yes, yeah, because people make themselves do that. Yeah. That, um, that's wild. I thought I was kissing my ex-girlfriend once and I was actually kissing Lewis's neck. Very should probably get that, but I've uh, been shaking me awake, but George was like, fucking hell. I'm pretty sure I fucking hit him. That's kinky. Yeah. Yeah. He right. waited till he came, though. <laughs> that's what pissed me off. He Mate. fucking got a handful of cam. He grabbed me around my waist and started kissing my back. He's like, oh, baby. Oh, well, fucking... you haven't got the tattoos of each other's nails yeah. on your back. That's surprising. Elbowed him. Um, yeah. I- I'm just thinking about these dreams and why you know some people seem to like i said who have poor mental health tend to well i'm saying i'm generalizing here but mm. i'm just saying you say as my sister's mental health, mental yeah. health has those sort of things and i'm just thinking recently about some like restless nights i've had where i've had stress at work mm. and have i've had anxiety inducing dreams and they've all been where oh, I've forgotten to do this at work or I haven't done this to this mm. thing. I haven't done this and that. And I wake up and I think, you've done all those things. It's fine. It's, I was just making over. up scenarios it's, that yeah. way. And I'm wondering if pe- people who have bent- bad mental health have these dreams because they have anxiety. It's like feeding, it's, off, your, yeah. it's feeding off your subconscious, yeah. isn't it? So, the, so your anxiety is causing you to have these, making up these scenarios in your yeah. mind I don't that know about are anxiety-inducing. <laughs> yeah, but look at right. yeah. uh, Anxiety-inducing, and that's yeah. therefore why, pe- why people who have mental health have these crazy dreams, yeah. because they are just generally anxious, yeah. and they have anxious dreams. They're oh. fucking crazy, bro. I don't dream anymore, don't matter you guys. All right, well, I've just talked about... Yeah, I, I, I can say I don't dream. But I, 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 rare, I rarely dream. I dream every night. Yeah, but, and 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 just thinking about those dreams I have about work, again, that makes me sympathise for the dreams you have because they are fucking horrible. Because you feel anxious, mm. you have that anxious, fe- like overwhelming anxious feeling. Yeah. Like more so if I was like anxious awake. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like it's like heightened to, it's like number 10 on the Richter yeah. scale it's like it's the only emotion you're feeling yeah literally let me ask you this how do you ever dream about being in an IT lesson and thinking I've not done any yeah. coursework for the past eight years do you know years. what that do you know what that is though? do you know what that's a form of my sister told me this that's actually a form of PTSD really? when you when you so I my sister has it about exams yeah, yeah, yeah I have about IT work yeah I wake up no I don't wake up I have a dream that I haven't done it, mm. I haven't haven't finished my IT work, and I fail. I fail. I fail the yeah, yeah. the course. Yeah. And then I wake up and think, "Fuck me, this is like t- five, eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've done <laughs> it. I completed it." <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I think dreams plan your emotions, don't they? Yeah. Depending on your day, they can check. Have you like? Have you ever woke up from a dream like felt gutted? Like, yes. But like, yeah, upset. Dreams are interesting. I'll tell you what would be even more interesting if there was a way of recording them. 
if scientists have found a way to record your dreams. So. I don't want my dreams being recorded. I don't want anyone to see them. Yeah, and then you can watch them on a video, on a I, DVD. I dream. <laughs> on a DVD. Yeah. Fuck it in. Here's, I, your, here's I, your dreams. I think when we've got to that technology, I think we've moved on from DVDs. When, <laughs> when, I, was, like, when I was like... The MP7s. When I, was a, when I was a teenager, I was laying in bed till like, like late morning in the afternoon. I started a dream, right? And I got woken up. Mm. And my dream, I was in a courthouse, right? I don't know what the fuck was going on. The dream ended. I went back to sleep and I picked up from exactly the same spot. And when I went yeah. back into the dream, I was like, oh yeah, sorry, my mum woke me up. Mm. Yeah. So that is a form of lucid dreaming. Mate, it's fucking unreal. It's, like, it's just like real life, isn't it? It's because you're aware that you were dreaming and then you go back into it trying to go back to it. That happens to me too. Now, you've got to realise, of course, that it's the, the second half of that dream, so to speak, is a new dream entirely because that original dream would have gone in a different direction. But you've managed to go back to the point. Yeah. But it's changed the course of it. What's and, the science behind it? Why can't you really remember dreams? Because uh, you're not <laughs> conscious, are you? Yeah, you're in a lot of it's your. It's your you, you must be conscious, mate. I'm pretty sure they, re- they. I'm pretty sure I read that their dreams is literally like consolidating your memory mm. of that of that day or that week or whatever, and it's your synapses all firing. Yeah. All I tend to do now is when I'm falling asleep, I'll be thinking about stuff. I'm not asleep, and next thing I'm like fucking kicking my leg and twitching. Mm. They're uh, useful I'm... things, though, aren't they? Because sometimes you dream of like solutions to stuff. Yeah. Things you need to do, well, things don't. you haven't thought about consciously <laughs> in the day yeah, before. Mate. It's mad, mate. The person who invented vapes had a dream. Vapes? Vapes. Vape you know, like vaporizers. Vape nation. Vape nation. Big up. Big up the half bars. Yep. <laughs> well, all, all the bars. Bars various. Um, he was trying to quit smoking. He was a Japanese fella. He used to use the nicotine patches. But he used to use them so often he used to put them on before he went to sleep. My dad used to do that. Yeah, not good for you. Yeah, my dad said he fucked him up. So he put him on before he went to sleep, and obviously the nicotine was running through his veins. Much like the local village used to run through your veins. (laughs) 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 I just thought about it. But anyway, he put the patch on before he went to sleep, had a really vivid nightmare of him falling into a bottomless pit of vapour. And when he woke up, he thought, why don't we just vaporise the weed? Eh, Not the weed. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we vaporise the tobacco instead of smoking it? And then he got to work inventing it. Now, obviously, that helps if you are, you know, in that sort of industry where you know how to build that sort of stuff. But it's mad. My my granddad used to um, fix lawnmowers. That's what his, his business is doing. And he would have dreams sometimes and work out in his dreams the problem to the mower. Oh really? Yeah, he could. He would. He would stuck on it during the day mm. and think, "Fuck, what's wrong? How can I fix this?" And then he would. The, the solution would come to him in his dream, mm. and then the next day he'd fix it. It's fucking hey, sick, mate. Martin mate. Luther King had a dream, and look where that got him. It's so cool, isn't it? But like on that token, OJ, your granddad come up with a solution in his dream. Do you think if he had come away from that mower and like gone about his normal day doing other stuff? think he would have come up with a solution eventually. Yeah, 100%. So I think you get the same sort of thing if you daydream. Mm. So, like, that's why I personally like commute to work or sitting on a train because these things come to you 
when you're there or like when I when I was at uni I was on a train somewhere to uni like sentences and paragraphs for essays mm. would come to me or daydreaming but, I was daydreaming, but then I should write it down in but the shower quite a lot. Just in the shower and also speaking of daydream I've been listening back to the podcast like driving to work listening to it and there's so many parts of it I'm like oh fucking wish I said that yeah that comes to all of us yeah because yeah, I'm you know I'm just like relaxed and chilled in the shower I daydream all the time yeah, we've, we've spoke about this but what do you daydream about well like recently, I've been like laying in bed thinking about money making. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's all about money for you. Money making solutions. Let's yeah. money, Lewis. Uh, what's my last one? You're money obsessed, Lee. Starting a charity, my last one was. That's what, not going to make you any money. Yeah. Right, how'd you Unless know? Unless you work for Oxfam. How'd you know? Do you know charities don't have to give 1% of their profits away? Oh, we need to start with It's not so, totally, not totally ethical, though, is it? To, to, to create a charity to make money. Oh, there are no ethics in business, pal. That's a bit of a dichotomy, <laughs> isn't it? What I always say, you have these, like, these ones that come on telly, like, please donate this money so that kids can have clean drinking water. And I'm like, you've been going for fucking 10 years or more. Why haven't they had enough money to fucking get them clean water yet? Because I bet they have. Yeah, it's a lot of money to fucking Yeah, but I bet they've just fucking had it all in the profits, mate. Uh, donkey sanctuary, about, f- oh, apparently five million donkeys get slaughtered every day. Hey. I don't give a fuck no, about donkeys. No, donkeys are sick, mate. Oh, okay, but apparently there's a big industry with donkey skin. No, mate, donkeys are buzzing, mate. MVCs, they are. MVP, sorry, most valuable players. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was a donkey. <laughs> National Victory Club. <laughs> I think he's going to say non-playable character there. MVCs. There. Uh, MVCs. Hey, donkeys are sick, pal. That's what I always think, like, I was born, my sperm found the egg. But the sperm next to you, mate, might cure cancer. They're, they're gone now. Yeah. <laughs> she, she alone, stinky. That's why at school I didn't do, I didn't do the fucking cross country or any of that shit. So you've already won? Oh, I already won the race, bro. <laughs> In the, in the womb. Everybody should get a gold medal for that. Yeah, yeah. I, should, I should have a gold star. I might, I might get one tied on me, mate. I tell you what, all your, all your, uh, the sperm were like banging into each other and yeah. knocking into each other's heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, love, fun, I would love to go into the higher dimensions as Lewis taught me about last week and interview the, what, what who, what would the other sperms would have been like to lose <clears> you? And Beyond the they, Simpsons they when uh, Homer comes really clever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see adverts about being a sperm donor. Like, a while ago, I would have been tempted, but they can find out who their parents are, can't they? Yeah, long. you don't want that, mate. If you get paid. Mm. Do you? Do you in this country, do you get paid for I think sperm, you do, don't? yeah, but I Only don't. if you're, you know... Lou, they'll take one look at you, the parents, and think, <laughs> nah, I'm not taking his sperm. <laughs> Do you, like, it will go past its shelf life on yours, mate. Do you smoke what now? Maybe you your sperm will be at the back of the fucking refrigerator, mate. <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have flat feet, man. They'd be waddling, they'd be waddling up the fucking fallopian tubes. Maybe you should just start a business and just brand yourself as like the perfect sperm donor. You could goo by Lou. I'm sure. I'm sure there was someone in the UK, and I'm sure there's a TV series about it. Uh, a mobile sperm donor. You, mm. you you ring ring your man up, he turns your house, pump you, and seminate you. Yeah, or donate a sperm, and you could do the rest. Job done. How long does sperm last outside oh, the body? I think 
inside the body, they can last a few days. I don't know how long they last. Well, if you spunk into a lot the cup. If it's put in the freezer, and then, then pipette it, turkey based or no? I don't <laughs> think that's how it happens, do they? Yeah, of course it is, pal. Oh, VF. Insert into it, don't they? Do they? I thought they just fucking pumped at the moth. They take the egg from them. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they take the egg from the women, <laughs> put the sperm in the egg, and then put it into the womb. Lewis has got me thinking. Is the sperm that gets to the womb the apex sperm, or is it just a lucky sperm? I don't know. Is, the, is there any correlation between? No, nah, I think it's look at the jaw, George. Yeah, I think so. Because I was just thinking then, you know, like, I don't, I don't what think we were just it... talking about about you know. Oh, you all, beat the lucky, I, I all guess the sperm are the same that come from the male. You know what I mean? They're 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 all the same genetically. Is it just where the weak spot <laughs> on the the egg is? Because some of them get taken on by your bacteria in your body. I think a lot of them get to the it's egg. Far, I think a lot of them get to the egg, but one of them only finds a way in. Just breaches. Yeah, bre- breach, breach, breach. They've literally got C4. Bang, <laughs> through the door. What's interesting, <laughs> I, I have two brothers. Two of us are right-handed, one, was le- one of us is left. Who's left-handed? Ollie. Shall I tell you something interesting about me? They say a left-hander is A, more artistic, and B, a yeah. surviving member of a twin. Really? Mm. I don't know if they're a survivor member of the twin, but Probably. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think they are more, I think they are more creative because it's the so, um, left-handed. It's the side of your brain. It's more dominant. Ollie is certainly not more creative. But shall I tell you what's really interesting about me? I was le- predominantly left-handed until I went to school. Really? Fucking hell. I did everything with my left hand. What's that called? I have, um, you're ambidextrous, Ojo. I, I am fairly... I can't really write very, like, as well with my left hand, but a lot of stuff I... Do can you use my left hand for? Can you write with your left yeah, hand? Yeah, I can to a degree. <laughs> but um, yeah, how mad is that? And it would. That is mad. And because obviously your left handedness is genetic. So my grandma's left handed and my sister's left handed. So it makes sense for me to be left handed. And yeah, yeah, my mum will tell you as a child, a toddler, I did everything with my left hand, everything. Mm. And then I, when I went to school, I used my right hand to write. And that was it, now I'm right-handed. Yeah. But I do find myself certain things wanting to use my left hand. For example, hedge cutting. <laughs> yeah. I will hold a hedge cutter like that. So my left hand holding the bar mm. and the right hand holding the trigger. Whereas if I think you're right-handed, you'd hold it in the bar in your right hand and the left I'm, hand with the trigger. I'm right-handed and I have my knife and fork back to front. Yeah, I used to have my... My knife to fork. So I have front, yeah. my fork in my right, my uh, knife in the left. Yeah. Mm. Whereas everyone else, regardless of other fork. So, so what I used to do is who uh, set those cut, rules? Cut, cut with my yeah, my left, my fork in my left hand. No, my knife in the left hand, mm. and then I would t- I'd turn over my knife and forks to eat. Oh, okay. But I didn't do that anymore. What I've always said is like because I'm right-handed, I'm going to hold my fork in the right so I can stab. Pin down the food, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Before it runs off. But I think because I had because I grew up left-handed and then right-handed, I always think, "Fuck me, I must have superpowers." My brain must be dominant on both you, sides. Honestly, yeah. mate, you should try That's and train. Dangerous. You should try and train yourself. If you were really pouring difficult. a pint, which hand do you think that you would use? I'd use my right hand to pour the pint and hold hold the pint in my left hand. I think. Why? I'm the same. Why would you think that? Because I'd be stronger. I'd be stronger to pull the. Which hand do you drink with? My right hand. So you would hold the drink with you. When I pour, when I got my vaccine for COVID, I said, put it in my left arm. 
because I use my right arm and I didn't realise after all these years it's your heart, because mate. I hold a pint in my right hand I hold the glass in my right hand too and I pull with my left hand really? my fucking arm was killing me however when I draw a shamrock in a Guinness even though I'm right handed I use my left hand to move the glass that is mad yeah you thought you'd have more dexterity with what, your so right you, hand yeah. pull, you pull the pint with your left hand and then you switch over to do the shamrock yeah because you can let it to settle and I but, I, I can't I do it with my left hand yeah, weird then so you pour the whole pint and then you switch over just to do a shamrock. But then, yeah, but you pour the you pour the pint with the Guinness up to there. Uh, by the way, listeners, I'm holding a Guinness glass, so you pour it up to the harp, and then I leave it for on average 119 and a half seconds as per the Guinness guidelines. And then I then pick it up with the other hand and then draw the shamrock that's by what, moving the glass. That's with my what left I'm hand. saying. You pour the whole pint in one hand. I don't pour the whole pint, oh, do I? I pour oh, basically, the George. <laughs> then you top it off with the other hand. Why? Because I can't do it with my right hand. I don't know. But, it's, it, I, I don't know, actually. But, it's a but, good question. But when you're drawing the shamrock, do you need better dexterity to get the flow right? Maybe maybe because I'm drawing, I'm subconsciously using my right hand to pull the tap. When you pull that tap, are you pulling it like with... You have to be careful with how much you're pouring yeah, out. Yeah, so you can pour it, push it the other way, is what they say, but I just pour it towards me, but yeah. gen- so, gently. So, for example, do what I would compare it to would be like putting your brakes on the car. Yeah. Right? If you used your left foot... Oh, man, have you've you ever got, tri- you've got, tried it? Yeah, you've got no... What's the word? Like no feeling, not, no muscle memory. No, it... Uh, hard gauge tension, sort yeah, of. Yeah, do you know like, what I mean? OJ, try it on the way home. No, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly. For instance, you've got no um, ability, no control, like really. Tactile, you've got, sort yeah. Of. And I'm comparing that to saying if pouring the pipe when you're doing the shamrock. Yeah, okay, because yes, you need yes, more yes, control yes. over how you're pouring yeah. it. You would use your right hand for that because <laughs> yeah. if you you wouldn't be able to do it with your left hand because it's either full on or, 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 or nothing. When I was younger, my mum and Holy dad. Shit, I think you just nailed it. When I was younger, point. my mum and dad were always amazed at my hand-eye coordination with like playing the PlayStation, and. I think those skills come, they come up with you. Yeah, but why are you so shit at Call of Duty? Yeah, because you are shit at Call of Duty. <laughs> so you've got, no, you've got no dexterity. Although, then. in your defence, you did used to be good at zombies. Average, average. I'll I tell you what, Liz, if you actually invested in a proper gaming setup, I think you would actually be good at games. Wow, well, mate, my hand. You've got my... the body for it. <laughs> <laughs> my hand eye coordination at work comes in handy. Well, you're catching tennis balls. I'm using both. I'm using both hands on a digger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. De- dexterity. I, 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 yeah. I, I think, it's muscle memory too. I don't think. I don't think it is hand eye on a. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a bit different. Hand eye would be like if you were catching something to your hand. That's what I'd call hand eye. So I'd call that more. Shit. Yeah, I'd call that dexterity. It's so it, your the movements. You're it's very like good with them. muscle memory. Like I've spoke to people on building sites before. I drive bulldozers, and they're like. I know the digger drive is like, he's like, yeah, you just, you feel it, you feel it. I'm like, mm. how in the fuck are you feeling it? Like, I don't get that. And yeah. the dozers are like, you can't, you can't see what you're doing in the border. It's just like, I just feel it. I'm like, he's like, you feel it for your ass. I'm like, how the fuck are you, how? how yeah, but how? put it this way. If you'd spent enough time on that bulldozer, you would get that feeling as well. To be fair, I'm, I am. It's like in a car, knowing when to change gear. Is almost muscle memory when you know how to drive. Here's the, here's an interesting one for you too. Can you two change gear in a car without the clutch? Yeah, if you found the right. I uh, can't. Yeah. I've no, never OJ, tried. Can you or can't I've, you? I used to be able to do it in the mini. 
I've never tried, but I know people that have done it. I I can do it in a car and I can do it in a lorry. I guess it's a bit like if I you're tried to the other day and fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> that way. Yeah, fucked it. Yeah. I guess if you were like flying through the trench of like a big space station capable of blowing a planet up and you turn off your targeting computer and just feel it and fire the proton torpedoes <laughs> down the uh, uh, go over the head. exhaust shaft. What do you think of that? My Star Wars, mate. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. I know all that shit. It's a bit it's a bit of muscle memory, a bit of experience. Yeah. I yeah. uh Sorry, look, uh, you, you go because I'm about to move on to. You can no, I was just going to reiterate my point. Like, uh, you think it's amazing, but it's not amazing once you if you've been doing it for three years. I think it's expert. easy when you know how. Like, like when I used to like mow when I had the mowing job, like I could. People might think I was quite good at hi- hiring and lowering the decks, going around objects quite quickly. But that's because I'd done it for so long, I could get all the timing and everything right. Experience. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like it, I've, we've had people like on my site, and they're like, oh yeah, we could do this. They could do this, and the digger drivers. When I was yeah. driving the lorries, a lad started, and he was like, oh yeah, I've driven eight wheels before on, on the old uh, lorries. And I was out with him one day, and every corner he went round, he was on the curb, every fucking corner taking the back wheels out. Yeah, I mean, you said to me, it's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't have any experience. You know what I mean? You, you've bullshitted. Mm. You can spot my mile away. Yeah, I mean, it, this is going to sound lame compared to those two examples, but boring pints. So. Yeah, me and I do working men. Yeah, well, I'm a working man, Lewis. Don't forget, I work, I work a working class job too, okay? I'm the aristocrat of the working man, according to a wise fellow off the podcast. But uh, boring pints, I watch some people and I think, that is so fucking shit. But then when I'm doing it, because I've poured tens of thousands of beers, it's just naturally tilting it at the right you're time, exactly getting everything. that little bit of a shake. I remember going into a pub once and saying to the girls behind the bar, can you do a shamrock in the Guinness? And they said, no, no, I can't do that. And they let me go behind the bar and I did one. It's fucking perfect straight off the bat. Where was that? I think I, think I was with you. Bowling Green? No, it was at, I was with a girl at... The at a pub, at a pub on, on top of the hill, on top of a hill somewhere. Yeah, oh, a posh one. It's not. Mu- it's not muscle memory, is it? It's it is muscle. Well, yeah, it is muscle it's, memory. It's, 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 it's the same it's thing. So for me, and then I, I try and I always try and teach the new people how to draw the shamrock, and they start off all looking shit. Then I remember that my first twenty looked like dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but, and but, also with the shamrock you, you've got to be careful because obviously if you pour too much mm, it's going to overspill it's going to overspill and you should you've ne- got to get it you've yeah. got to get it just right the, the drip tray of the Guinness pump should always be empty at the end of the day yeah nice unless you pulled off the first bit for the first point of the day to be fair it worked like well, we've started working now but like the last four weeks we're on fucking stand down doing nothing mm. there's a lad there big dosser there's a lad there he's got his digger ticket like he's passed his digger ticket, but he's never driven one. So he was driving mine. And I was giving him pointers, mm. and he was asking me how to do things. I was like, "I can't, I can't tell you." Stood here. I was like, "I need to get in and show you," because mm. I just can't. I mean, it's like the muscle memory. Yeah, he wanted to like flick the flick the like digger bucket away from him, and like, you know, he pushed stuff away. I was like, "I can't, sh- I can't." You need what you need to get, Lou. A GoPro. 
and stick it on the top of the cab. Yeah. On, like they like gamers do on Twitch, where they just you can just see their mouse movements, keyboard movements. Yeah, it's and, and then just showing the movements. This, this might be changing like the total subject, but like I am hating my job at the moment. Right, hold on. Yeah, we... it, it's ten to ten, so we could call the podcast here. Okay. Can I just add one thing about the dexterity thing before we move on to Lewis hating this job? I had to get a, I had to go for a medical before I was given a driver's license because my eyesight. Right? What do you have? An ace, astigmatism. I have astigmatism, and but I also have a thing called keratoconus. OJ, you got astigmatism too. Yeah, yeah. And Sarah. So Sarah? in yeah. both eyes, you got, yeah. you got astigmatism, haven't you? In both eyes. Common thing. It is a common thing, but this keratoconus is my cornea has worn away. That's too much fucking games, mate. No, it's, fucking no, it's not. Or... No, it's not. Is it's it made not. up like your knee disease? <laughs> no, because if it was made up, the DVLA wouldn't be making me go to an optician to get a driver's license. Oh, right? Bankers, you can still have to do it. Like, so, like anyway, said before, fuck, basically, fuck what it means Swansea. is that everything is out of focus in my right eye. It's like a, a lens on a camera being blurred, basically out of focus, because the light hits it funny and anyway i had to go for an, a test for it and the test was you had to put your head into this what basically looked like an old computer monitor without the screen on it you're in it and then red lights pop up at different points in the box and you have to press every time you see one and it was a lot like looking for sniper glint on <laughs> battlefield okay did you smash it i fucking aced the test mate and yeah, they were like no. oh that sound that sound but now i'm driving along and i sometimes i fucking like oh my god like the the yeah. lights have been refracted so refracted reflected whatever so much so i think i probably should actually wear glasses but because i was a professional counter sniper <laughs> but uh, you were the worst driver of the group george i won't lie yeah, but no, I'm the best. he's not the worst. He's the, he's the he's got the least experience. The least experience, but I am the best sniper in the group. Yeah, don't count for shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't mean you're on the battle. If you can, <laughs> if, 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 if you can, if you can see a sniper rifle's fucking glints from across the map, how couldn't you see that fucking horse box when we were driving through? Right, but did we? Right, okay, right. This is controversial because did I hit the horse box? No, no, but and you're just as hysterical the as the woman in my first failed driving test when she said I was going to crash into the car. Oh, you, I wasn't going to crash the car? into no. the car. I saw it. I knew it was there. I left enough room. George about to cut the car in half. He didn't leave enough room. It's like a fag paper's fucking width between us and the horse box. What happened? I tried to make the castle run in less than twelve parsecs. That's a Star Wars, Star Wars reference. Yeah, you get what it. was happening? Basically, we were going through this local village. We were driving to where you live. And through, you know, through that little weird little village thing that's in between our two towns. And we, we come go up, over a little humpback bridge. Together. We come up to a parked car and a horse box, and George went round it. I'd personally say last minute, I was in a passenger seat. It, it felt very close to me. It was I'm parked. Not, yeah, I'm used to driving, so it felt very close. If. Oh, it was a parked horse box. Yeah, George is going round it. Yeah, yeah. But oh, he, and he was he he didn't pull out on the other side of the road early uh, doors. He waited till the last minute. Yeah, yeah. But I got right. Ra- this is the thing. So if anything, was the car coming the other way? No, no. There was nothing. I checked. Mate, it was what was in the Millennium right? Falcon. I checked. I looked. And I just fucking swished out and I swished back in. And all I could hear in my ear was 
sounded like Kenny Loggins going, Highway <laughs> to the danger. Anyway, Goose fucking he was shitting his pants thinking I was going to crash into it. Was I he close? obviously wasn't going to. Mate, I felt close. How close do you think he was? Oh, I'd say like a, a foot. A touching distance. Out of window. He thinks it was shit driving. I like to think it was precision. But on, on why, the... did you, why did you get so close? Shit. To me, it's not even something I really remember. All I remember is going around it and Lewis going, Oh my god, oh my god, I thought you were going to fucking crash. What happens if it stepped out? It's when, it's when he just what? passed his test. What if someone stepped out to meet mm. the car and the horse box? You would have probably hit the person. No, because what he's talking about is me moving out. Yeah, but how far were you when you were moved out? I was on the other side of the road, like I was in the other lane of the road. I don't think that's that bad. What was bad when we come up to that motorway that time and fucking George put his foot down on the clutch first and then broke. I knew you were going to bring that up. And we sped up towards the roundabout as we were coming to it. And it was like, fucking, I thought we were going to go over the roundabout. Yeah, but this is because you guys are not in control. Like, I know. When was that? Was I in the car? No, it wasn't. It was yeah, me. Yeah, no, Lewis was in the car. It was me, you, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And, and... yeah oh, yeah, it was your ex-girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, me and you both were ex-girlfriend went, whoa! Yeah, you fucking <laughs> pussies, mate. Uh, was that this... local, was it? Yeah. Do you want to know something? I still put the clutch in before I break. Mate, you're not supposed to do that. Says who? Says, says the DVLA. It says every driving course ever, you should engine brake before you put the clutch no, down. No, I brake, and then I go through the things, and then I just... You know, no, I, I'll put the clutch down. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to stall. You won't stall. You won't stall, mate. I've never crashed, though, have I? Oh, I, I have. I've, I've, I've never crashed. I've written a car off. Yeah, exactly. On, on the old uh, back road. <laughs> Fucking spat. I knew he was going to do You did that. so Go. well this whole oh, time. He's not even, yeah, he's <laughs> not even sure what he did. That. Yeah, man. Yeah, smashed it into the head. Well, was it really your fault? Or was it something a, a animal jumped in front of you? No, I don't think it did. I think I was just going a little bit fast. Oh, you told us a story that the animal came out in front of you and hit your car. I no, I think I was, just, I was going too fast, bro. I just lied. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I was on budget tires. It literally... So what so, happened? So, hold on, tell us a true story, though, because I always thought that an animal came out in front of you hit an animal right off your car. Come over the main road, like, round the bend, and the car went sideways. I was going too fast. I think I hit the brakes and it, like, spun it out. And then I went into the hedge like, like that, and then went down the hedge like this, and it ripped like ripped my bonnet up, my headlights out. Okay. There was a lad I went to school with behind me. He stopped. He's like, "You all right?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm Sam." And I drove it home. Did your mum and dad know the true story? Uh, don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, a lesson to be learned. You know, Lewis, you do pull off some risky manoeuvres, like that time we went to Alton Towers, and you just went across that the, where the junction. Or the what's it called when you go out of the motorway? Or the chef, slip road. Yeah, the slip road. And he just went fucking across the cross lines and just went up there. But because I, in my mind, you're a good driver, I felt safe. Whereas when you guys get in my car, you have this opinion that I'm a shit driver. So every little thing I George, do, George, it comes down terrible. to confidence. It, yeah. If you're a confident driver, you come across as a good driver. And part of the reason why I was trying to explain this to my mum and my mum and sister, and this is a personal opinion of mine. Yeah. When you're a confident driver, you're predictable on the road. Yeah. So you, someone, other road users can tell what you're going to do next. And in my opinion, is that's the most important thing on the road mm. is being able to know what someone's going to do, yeah. so you can react to it. When I got when I when, got you, when someone's unpredictable, 
you're not you don't feel safe because you don't know what, what they're going to do. do. Yeah, wild card. When I got into the trucks, man, I was like, prepare for the unexpected. He said, "Oh, expect the unexpected, mate." And the amount of times mm. I had near misses and shit because of other people. I was coming back into our hometown one day. You know, like the car wash used to be. Mm. A dude overtook me. I was in a truck. And they squeezed back in in front of me. Like, we're going from a 40 to a 30. And I fucking flashed my lights at him. He hit the brake. He, he stopped dead in the road. Fucking hell. Yeah, and I stopped the brakes on. That's mad. I never hit him. But you know what I mean? If, I, if I'd smashed him up the ass, that would have been game over. Mate, people like that piss me off. Yeah. Oh, mate, so annoying. I, Ridiculous. I had a few bumps, but... One of them was due to other people. Yeah, mate, some people are cunts when they're driving. Like, they just are. I see people do dumb shit. When people fire up people's ass as well. I'll take... Mate, I'll get, a, I'll get a buzz. I'll get a buzz in it. When I'm, like, going around a big island or I'm somewhere. And I know I'm in the right, but I know people always make mistakes there. Mm. And someone's about to mis- make a mistake. I'll take... I'll get such a buzz, like, being next to someone about to fucking pull over into me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I just beat the horn. Like, you're a twat, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, you're a drivers like that. Yeah. Because no one's a perfect driver. Everybody makes mistakes. So you should think when someone makes a mistake, fuck, that could have been me. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, I've made plenty, mate. Considerate drivers make the roads safer. Yeah. Bring on self-driving cars. That's yeah, I agree. I agree. People can't be trusted. Be fucking driving. quicker to get around in self-driving cars as well. You think yeah. you, your car could go around at 100 miles an hour on the motorway and it wouldn't matter. Do you think, yeah. um, oh, what's it called, human, I don't want to say human, not human intelligence, human error. Do, do you think it'd be like zero human error across my cars? Oh, oh yeah, because the cars, computer's yeah, doing everything for you. Humans. Well, there's a great video by CGB Cray, CGP Cray, where he talks about uh, traffic jams. Why, why do they happen? And, but it, on motorways. And most, yeah, so very often it's just people just pulling across all the lanes and then everyone's got to slow down. And then he was talking about like on, what are they called? Crossroads. Crossroads, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck it, I'm never, um, get, I'm never getting in the car with George yeah. again. <laughs> uh, they have those weird things that flash different colours at you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, traffic, traffic lights, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't know what they're for. But they, um, because not everyone pulls off at the same time, it creates a jam behind you as self-driving cars would all blip. Well, you probably wouldn't even need traffic lights because they would interweave with each other. So a perfect example of this, George, Mm -hmm. is, I know you won't have this experience because you don't have cruise control in your car, (laughs) but people will understand this. If you get cruise control on the motorway in the car, Mm. you'll realise how fucking lovely it would be if everybody was going the same speed, the same distance. Mm. Because if you've got cruise control, the amount of times you have to press on your brake to take it off to slow down for other cars... And it's irritating. Just, yeah, but if that was AI, that would never ever. Ha- if a comp- it was driven by a computer, it'd never mm. happen because everybody would be doing this at an equal distance. Yeah. Oh. Therefore, you get you could drive everywhere much faster. You could go 150 miles an hour. Yeah. Be fine because everybody's at the same distance, going the same speed. If everyone stayed at constant speed. Yeah. yeah. The road works. I used to find is like 50 mile an hour road works. I'd come into it, car or truck. People are doing 40. Mm. And. Fair enough, the lanes are narrow because it's roadworks, mate. I'll be fucking going around them. Fucking, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll undertake people, mate. 
So it pissed me off. Whenever I get stuck on the road to work when people are going 40, and I'm like, okay, maybe they don't know it's 50. And then you go past two signs that say 50, they're still going 40. I'm like, fuck it, punch it, Chewy. Drop it and fly through the traffic lights that don't work. <laughs> but but spe- George, speed cameras, not traffic lights. Yeah, sorry, speed cameras, not traffic lights. Let me just say also, OG, when you said a second ago about that like predictable drivers make the best drivers... I suppose because the AI would talk to each other or communicate with each other, then everybody would be a predictable driver. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, there we go. You know, uh, OJ just like nailed it on the head. Get a self-driving car on the on the motorway when like the traffic all of a sudden slows down and nothing's happened. It's because someone is either in like the middle lane or the third lane, not doing the speed limit or not. Yeah, well, driving properly. I was going to my grandma's the other day, and the M1's the worst for it, man. Everybody just sits in the right two lanes, mm. fucking trundling in the ranks like fuck off. <laughs> Another thing about AI, we fucking oh, driverless cars would be fucking awesome. You'd never ever need to get a taxi again. Yeah, just on your phone, text your car, text your car to come and pick you up. In Australia, for enough interesting, but like if you go out on a night out, because in Australia they insure the car, not the driver. So there's companies, or same a, in America. Yeah, a company. You bring them up, like, yeah, I'm fucked up. Do you get my car and pick me up? Then they come and pick you up, take you home. They'll have a little fold-up motorbike in the back, in the boot in the bag. They get it out and ride back to the pub <laughs> and then wait for the next call. Class. Yeah, insurance, insurance on the cars, mate. Gene. I think that's in the same in France as so well. Much, you insure the car, not the So person. much better, so much better. So, in this country... We insure the driver. Oh, shit. I know well, I knew that you can drive other people's cars, but I didn't know in other countries. You can. Like that. So you can insurance, is it? Yeah, right. Fully comp, you have to read your insurance documents, George. You have to what? Read your insurance documents to make sure you're covered on another car, but you're only covered on another car third party. So if you have a crash, you don't get paid out. Uh, I just do third party fire and theft. I use this. My car ain't worth shit. I use this brilliant app, shout out, plugless, called Cover. Temporary car shots you do yeah, for yeah, an yeah. hour, 24 hours. Yeah. I have to just take a photo of the car I'm driving, and it is cheap. And they keep going on at me saying I'm in the top third of drivers. Really? Yeah, because I'm probably because I'm on site all day, like driving around slowly on a digger. <laughs> so if I'm driving the car. How do they know that you're in the? What, what's the metric? They're obviously tracking you on the app, aren't they? Mm. Fuck, that. why would you want that tracking you on the app? I did see some statistics about that that app. They've recently just had their fifth member join. Right. Which means that he, it's easy to be top three if there's only five. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> I've used that app, okay? What anyway, said... let's call it a day <laughs> on that note. Yeah, what, well, I'll quick one. What I said to my dad was, if I, if I insured a car for an hour on that app, drove somewhere, then the insurance... Was finished, and the car got nicked. Would it be covered still? It'd you could have done the other person's insurance, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, it's not in your policy, is it? Like, if you're, you know, you're fucking somewhere else, and your car get car gets nicked, like, why is it there? Bit ropey, isn't it? But nice, mate. People, were you supposed to say where your car is? And then people at uni would not put I, their car as where insu- they are because... I did an the, insurance quote for here. For God's sake, Liz, let me finish. 
Sorry. It's more expensive. It's more yeah. expensive because there's more crime in the area. My sister says, like, insures a car, it being at our house because it's more expensive. Yeah, that's for it, isn't it? Mine's cheaper. Stolen on it, Mine's cheaper yeah. at mum's house. I, I yeah. get insurance quote for here, keeping it in a locked garage, and it was went up in price. Yeah. And I said to them, well, why is that? And they're like, oh, yeah. risk of fire. Because your car's at the fire in the garage. Oh, really? Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It is ridiculous, yeah. It's a fucking joke, but we should probably call it a day, though. This has been day 15, where we've just chatted waffle. Beans! <laughs> About <laughs> dreams. Shit, yeah, dream walking. And yeah. dexterity and driving cars. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try some lucid dreaming tonight. <laughs> they, you can do these things called dream checks, where you, if you look at your watch... And then look away, then look back. And if the time's different, you're dreaming. I don't have a watch, so I can't read the time. Yeah, but in the dream, you might, <laughs> you might have a watch. They're called reality checks. It's very decent. If um, you were dreaming now, how would you know? There's some really good breathing exercises to have you drift off as well. Your little spin spin top wouldn't fall over. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> right, let's call it a day. We're just kicking one off here. Yeah. It's been episode 15. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. It's been comfortably done. Peace see you later. Out. Bye.